everybody. I'm Liv. And I'm Grace. <laughs> nice. This is our podcast. You knew that. Oh, yeah. It's called Wrong it's called Reasons. called Wrong Reasons. How, do you like <laughs> our new art? Isn't it so cute? It was so fun. I just wanted to draw Grace anyway. Yeah, we love a so rebrand. it worked out well. We love a rebrand. We love I don't know rebrand. if any of you I've noticed. Been, oh, I have to tell but you. But we did, um, we got rid of any ampersands. We are now Wrong yeah. Reasons with Liv and Grace and spelled out, not ampersands. So don't yeah, get it twisted. Yeah, we're an, anti and and ampersands. Exactly. <laughs> Also, I have to talk to you about this off podcast, but I have some ideas for illustrations Ooh. of things that we could. Yeah. Anyway, Ooh, it's, 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 it's brewing. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So stay tuned, potentially. The, there's drawings. You know about as much as wow. I do, listeners. Um, I would love it, actually, if you would draw us a mock up. Of no one wants oh my god we should do that i should draw we i should, should present new I'll, cover you art can, <laughs> you should with this weekend we can do that <laughs> uh, grace's version and then yeah. we should have people choose they'll choose yours <laughs> they'll be like <laughs> they'll be like guess whose is whose <laughs> guess which one's which yeah that's <laughs> We can, if you drive us, I can draw it while you're driving on your iPad. Yes, perfect. Yeah. I love um, it. Liv and I are going to Bellingham this weekend. It's going to be fun. I'm in my driving era. Yeah, tell the listeners about your day. Oh, okay. Well, my car died, which, <laughs> oh, well, not died. No. Died is the wrong word. Um, My car's brakes are at a zero percent. Which means mm-hmm. that it makes this massive shuddering sound mm-hmm. when you stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to tell you that it had been happening for a couple days. Mm-hmm. And the first day I said, you know, I think I probably just didn't notice this before because I had music turned up kind of loud. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this, this um, grinding noise whenever I break <laughs> has probably been going on the whole time. Yeah, it's also not even just a sound. It's a full shuddering feeling, <laughs> like I'm crunching into cement. Right. And I was like, I Which must you hadn't been feeling because of the loud music. Yeah. yeah exactly, because I feel the music. Right. So as hard. An art, I'm as basically an artist, an artist yeah. at listening to music. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so it did turn out that it was not something that was because of my loud music. Mm. It was indeed... The fact that my brakes are so dead. Um, and unfortunately, the cost to fix the brakes is like $1,500. And my car with brakes <laughs> is probably worth two to $3,000. So in profit... If I fixed the brakes, I would probably be making like $500 if I sold it. And then also, it just has a lot of other things wrong with it that might die. So I might spend like $1,500 on brakes right. and then something else like... It's a 2003 Subaru. It's not doing like amazing, yeah. but I did love it. So anyway, me and my parents like looked for another car. Um they were helping me out because I don't know what to look for. <laughs> um, and we found a uh, 2010 mm-hmm. 
Subaru Impreza, Ooh. and I got that. Wow. So it's great. It was like $5,000, which is crazy. I did not expect it to be that cheap. Yeah. So it all works out, and it's still seven years older than my other car. Win. Or seven years younger, I guess. Win. Yeah, which is big, big time win. And it's got a couple things that are going to be have to fix, get fixed that I think are probably going to cost like a thousand dollars. But it's like, uh, that the other ones that were around that same area were like ten thousand dollars total. So still a big win. Yeah. Not that everyone needs to know all the specifics of the pricing. Essentially, my car broke and then I got a new car so quickly. I was very shocked that I managed to figure that out. Yeah. So anyway. Yay, very and, happy. And then Grace and I are going to Bellingham. Yeah, and maybe she'll drive us in her fancy new car. Yes, yeah. One of those I things that the need to be are legal. fixed mean that <laughs> we shouldn't drive it, right? I, <laughs> I've been, <laughs> I have to figure that out. <laughs> I need to call, because I have to take it in somewhere to get them fixed. So I need to call and be like, is this like a thing I need to get fixed yeah. soon? And like, that's fine. Or is this like a thing where I shouldn't be driving it any kind of long distance? Right. Well, there's always the Prius. I think I can drive it to Seattle for sure. Yeah. yeah. There's always the Prius. Yeah. Um, I love the we Prius. We love the Prius. But we do. I actually, I don't personally love driving the Prius. I know you don't. But that's okay. You remember. <laughs> you remember. No, the Prius does have, like, kind of just a somehow perfectly built-in blind spot. But you get used to it. Mm. It's it's how quiet it is. For really? Me, personally. Yeah. You don't like being a ninja? Well, to be fair, well, no, <laughs> one. But, <laughs> two, there's something, because not only is my car loud and shuddery, just in general, mm-hmm. but it also has a broken window right. uh, seal. Yeah. So you just you hear it really loud. So when I was in your car, I felt like I could not tell how fast I was going. <laughs> At all. I was like, I can't hear it. And how I know how fast I'm going is based on speed. <laughs> or is it based on the sound that I can hear coming from the unsealed window So just checking in, like, have you driven yeah. any cars, like, made in the last 10 years? Other than the, um, and not even other than the Prius. The Prius is a 2009. Yeah. Like, I feel like most cars, oh, yeah, you, yeah. you aren't supposed to hear it. Yeah, so true. Mm. Um, I did drive a bunch of really fancy new cars when I was valeting. Oh. And I hated those the most. Fair enough. <laughs> and also, no one, did, have I told you about this? What? I'm sure I have. Just the valeting. Yeah, the, the crazy hotel. That I did. Yeah. yeah. I don't know if I've told the podcast, but I used to work for this resort and I would get put on valet duty. But the thing about my car being a 2003 Subaru and the cars I was driving not being that was that they have like a touchier acceleration mm-hmm. because that's what good cars have. And so I would just get in the car and I was so used to having to like slam on my like Subaru to go a normal like really press the gas that I would even kind of lightly press the gas and I would just like scoot their cars like their Jaguars around this lot towards them needless to say nobody was tipping me (laughs) one time I got a dollar (laughs) 
<laughs> so I'm I'm doing I'm doing good. I'm I'm very happy uh, to have a car. I was very worried about that. Um, how are you, Grace? Uh, I'm good. I took uh, most of this week off for to go up to Lopez for the Fourth of oh, July yeah. weekend. So it was really fun. And then today was my first day back at work. And it's so hot in Seattle right now. And so I was wearing, like, Ugh. this flowy dress that I have that's, like, kind of short. And I love it. I always get so many compliments. It's cute. How it's does your cool. office do with the heat? Oh, not so good. It's, like, the <laughs> thing with my office is it's never an, a good temperature because it's made of mm-hmm. cement and brick. And so it really just, like... And there's no, there's no central heating or cooling. Like, when we turn on the heat, it means we turn on two warehouse box heaters mounted to the ceiling. Um, and all the heat comes from those two things. And then when we're too hot, there's nothing we can do except for turn on a desk fan. Um, and so in the winter, it is fucking freezing because the cement like retains cold and then in the summer it just gets hot and then you can't do anything (laughs) oh no um and so i was wearing this dress and normally on hot days i'll like aim because the where i sit there's like a door behind me and a door in front of me so I can like to outside and so I can like there's like a really a channel for wind for air to travel nice. so I'll like position yeah. a big fan like an industrial like paint drying fan I don't know why you call it a paint drying fan they're regular fans but they look <laughs> industrial you know um <laughs> like I'm saying there isn't such thing as a paint drying fan <laughs> um but like, that's where we use it for otherwise. Um, and I'll point it, like, between the doors. But then yeah. there's a really narrow walkway. And so if I were to do that when I'm wearing this specific dress, I would have a little Marilyn Monroe moment anytime I stood up, essentially. So I was oh, like, no. I can't do that today. Like, I'll no. do it on a day where I wear pants. Maybe on a day where I wear a long yes. dress. Not a day where I wear a really flowy shorter dress absolutely um, not so we have no fans going i'm so hot no one wants to be there everyone's just like i want to go have a margarita i my meetings are over what if i just go home like everyone's so hot i'm so hot and i'm like okay i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna swim in the lake after work that's what i'm gonna do and then i was like oh there you darn go it I'm going to have to go home and then go back to the lake. And, like, that's not so bad, but, like, what a pain, you know, because the lake is on my way home. Yeah. Um, And then I was like, genius idea. I'll ask Ellie if she wants to go to the lake anyway. Like, if I were to just drive home, I'd be like, hey, I'm going to the lake. You want to come? So I'll just text her now and be like, do you want to meet me at the lake with my swimsuit? So I text Mm -hmm. her. And I'm like, do you want to meet me at the lake with my swimsuit? And she's like, yes, absolutely. No problem. See you there. And I'm like, wow, this is fabulous news. I get to swim. I don't have to go home. I'm just going to go get my swimsuit at the lake. Love that. And then we'd been talking about, like, desserts earlier at work. And so then I texted her. I was like, what if? Here's an idea. We got stuff to make root beer floats. And Ellie was like, yes. And I was like, this is the best day of my life. 
Like, immediately. It's, like, 45 minutes till I'm leaving work. I'm, like, I'm going swimming, and then I'm going to have a root beer float. Like, I have gone from being so hot and upset to this is the best, actually the best day of my life, probably. 100%. Yes. Um, Wow. And so we went swimming. That's amazing. Like, it was lovely. But we, like, brought Moon. Also, so sorry, everyone. This has been going on for, like, 12 minutes, but I'll finish it up. (laughs) We brought Moon, Ellie's dog, and he it. was like playing in the water and there were these two kids playing in the water near us and this little girl like sees oh. moon and she's like little but she's not like little like she's probably like eight yeah. you know or something um mm-hmm. or nine and she sees moon and she just makes like a beeline like she is headed for this dog she wants to see it no he's in the water she's in the water oh, everybody's in the water but he's he's good like he's chill he's oh, like good boy. And she's like hi like can i pet your dog and ellie's like yeah you know, he doesn't always love to make new friends, but, like, he's very gentle. Um, Moon does yeah. great. He doesn't bark or anything. Well, good boy. This girl hangs out Uh-oh. with me and Ellie for, like, the next 15 minutes. Will not leave Moon <laughs> alone. Just wants to play with the dog and talk to the dog and touch the dog. And Ellie just has to talk to this child like eventually we got out of the lake and just like left in our swimsuits and went and sat around the corner because this kid would not leave us alone and it was like okay you're very sweet i'm so glad you like the dog we're done now like we're we're trying to yeah we're trying to hang out the parent where's your parent on the shore doing nothing not being like hey guys i'm so sorry is my kid bothering you the answer was yes yes she was yeah. Yeah. Or being like, hey, you know, you said hi to the dog, which is what you said you were going to do. Let's go play over yeah, here no, now. No. The appropriate thing And, like, to do. meanwhile, her brother, who was in the water with her, is just, like, floating, not a care in the world, still back where they were, Jay chilling. Oh, my God. Yeah, it was just kind of one of those things where it was like, wow, there's a lot. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> there's a lot going on here. <laughs> Welcome to Greenland. Yep. <laughs> so that was chill and cool. Did I just dox you? Yeah. Just can't believe this. It's Green Lake that's not in Washington. <laughs> yeah, no one knows where we live. Um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, and then I was almost late to record because Ellie and I were really thoroughly discussing our clothing trackers, so. Oh, yeah. yes. Okay. Yeah. That's that's there's a lot to there's a lot to discuss. There were some revelations, 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 <laughs> revelations. Not revelations. That that's <laughs> your toes. Certainly not. Right when you oh. want to releve, probably releve. You did yeah, ballet. I mean, that sounds right. I just I know I we didn't call them revelations. <laughs> Relevations. <laughs> we weren't like okay, everyone, and now we're gonna do your relevations. Mm, weird. <laughs> <laughs> I had to sit in silence for a second because I was like, did I say the right word? <laughs> uh, it doesn't matter. Is there anything going on in the world of Bachelor Nation? Oh, man. I don't think... I think the big thing was, like, the podcasts. So, that's already happened yeah. as of last and week. We talked so about I don't, that a little. Yeah. Nothing that I know of personally. Cool. But um, I bet there's going to be stuff in the next well, few weeks. Well, all of the fucking ads when I was watching on Hulu were like this Joe and Serena ad storyline, mm-hmm. which was crazy. 
Oh my god. Yeah, no, Joe's this really getting line, into acting. It's like, he really is. They're doing a bunch of like makeup commercials that are advertising makeup, but also like charity season. Yeah. And then there was the, like, it was weird. All the, no, all. there were plenty that weren't. But there were a lot of commercials this episode that were like simultaneously advertising the product and The Bachelor. There was the yes. wine too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really feels like they said, we know no one's watching. Like, we gotta... But then it's, like, weird to advertise during your own show. Like, we are watching. I also agree with that. We are watching it, so why is it... Why am I seeing it? Because if I'm here, then I'm already here. Yeah, Yeah, I don't know. Or maybe maybe it's like they're just... Maybe they're getting a bunch... Maybe they just need more money or something. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, But it was weird. Either way. Okay. Um, Should we talk about the episode? I love this season... Yeah, I love this season so far. <laughs> okay. I think it's so good. So, let's see. Just first of all, when this episode starts, yeah. <laughs> Brayden is wearing a t-shirt, shorts, and an indoor scarf. Um, and immediately Jesse's like, he comes into the room, he's like, what the fuck are you wearing? <laughs> like, he doesn't say that, but he is like, what's up? You got the first impression, Rose, now you think you can do whatever you want <laughs> he said now it's like you got the first impression rose so you just said Fuck yeah it. that's what he literally <laughs> said i was like wow jesse um okay here's here's the okay. thing brayden is doing a hilarious bit <laughs> where every time he comes on screen he is wearing a crazier outfit and apparently he said that so I guess he used to be in in the military. He was like a military nurse. Okay. And so obviously like he couldn't really have his own style. Yeah. So now he gets to and he's made bad choices. Oh my god. Uh yeah, no, literally <laughs> if if this was like a sketch show, this is what yeah. Brandon's character would be doing. Correct. Yeah. It's absurd. The earrings are like just they're getting bigger. You're out there and so much longer, bigger. Yeah, Every they're like physically, they're bigger. comically yeah. bigger. Um, okay. <laughs> Something I feel like I noticed and then like made more sense later in the episode, but I also feel like offers context for the season is like they're really putting mm-hmm. Joey front and center. Like they let oh, Joey yeah. narrate a lot of this episode. Yes. Um, just saying that. Okay. I. He's, he's, I think he's so cute. I don't think he's a very interesting narrator. No, and that's, that's what struck me about it. Is yeah. I was like, oh, no, we're letting Joey s- talk, okay. Yeah, because you said it, like, a bunch, you said that it happened, and I was like, what, did it really? And it's, because I didn't remember anything he yeah. said, but I do remember him talking No, no, he, he narrated, like, the whole start of the episode through Aaron B going on the date. <sighs> yeah. Um, so anyway, spoiler, there's a date card. It's a one-on-one. It's for Aaron B. Um, and when he gets it, he, like, kisses his lucky coin, which we will come back to, but we will not talk about right now. Um, but I thought that was kind of cute how he still had it, you know? Yeah. You don't? I, I I mean, kinda. I felt like it felt, I mean, what else was he gonna do? Yeah, I don't know. It felt very producery to me. Like, it felt... Yeah. I don't know. I guess. 
I think I just don't like Aaron B. that much. Hmm. I don't feel the same way, so I was charmed. <laughs> I will say I was I was very uncharmed by him in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Agreed. But, but I, I did, I, I had zero problems with him on his one-on-one yeah. one date, so we'll get to that. I just thought it was cute because it wasn't like he, like, used the gimmick on night one and then got rid of it. You know, he still has the coin. He yeah. Has it. Okay, that's true. I think that's cute. That's true. Um... Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll reframe it for yeah, myself. Yeah, reframe. Uh, Charity shows up <laughs> at the mansion to pick him up in this, like, beautiful cherry red convertible. They drive away together. Um, Aaron's like, is this your first time driving in L.A.? And Charity's like, yeah. And I'm like, damn, ah! you're killing it. For real. You're doing such a good Could job. not do that. But also, how are yeah. you not hitting any traffic? I don't understand. Um, I don't know either. I would, but I also like would not. I just don't think that I would let anyone film me my first yeah, literally time anywhere, let alone L.A. Yeah. Um, I'm loving her green leather jacket look. I would never wear it. It looks great on her. Yeah. Um, at one point, Aaron's like, "Oh, this street looks really familiar," and Charity's like, "Oh, really? Like, have you been here? Like, why?" And he's like, "Well, I used to play a lot of Grand Theft Auto." <laughs> Which I thought was hilarious. That is a good line. Um, so they drive up to this lovely lookout for the Hollywood sign, because it's like the 100th anniversary of the sign, or whatever, I don't know, and they pop some champagne. The Hollywood sign paid them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she's like, okay, I wanted to bring you on this date, because, like, you talked about how your parents have also been married a long time, and it's like, okay, Charity. (laughs) Like, okay. Um, but we do learn that they're both military kids. Like, both their dads were in the military. Yeah. Um, and it seemed like they had, like, kind of similar upbringings. Um, yeah. Anyway, they're just, like, chatting. And they seem Charity very is, comfortable. Charity is having a great time. Charity is having an awesome Charity time. Charity loves being the bachelorette. Yeah, she's having a great time. She, they were like, it's time to go on a date. And Charity was like, I'm going on a date. <laughs> I was like, oh my God. I love it. It's amazing. I want them to be having fun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Zach was so serious. I know. Almost the whole time they were filming. And I know they made him be like that. But it's so nice to see her, like, just having the best time ever. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she and she and Aaron just seem very comfortable with each other that was one of the more comfortable dates i think i've ever seen on the show yeah i agree um back at the ranch aaron s is talking to adrian and he's like look i could sift through this entire crowd and tell you who's not here for the right reasons and i was like okay buddy you seem like a real like you seem great at reading people you seem like you're really good Oh, this firefighter asshole. I cannot stand him. I know, me either. Um, But he did say something that was like, I mean, I'm sure it had asshole behind it, but like he was like, like, I'm stoked Aaron B got the first date because he's clearly here for the right reasons. And I was like, that's a good attitude, I think. Not a bad attitude at any rate. Um, Also, he's so clearly like a show watcher. Which I yeah. love. Um, and then, I don't know, they just, like, have all these shots that, like, make it look like 
Adrian and Aaron S. are, like, mad that guys are playing in the pool. Which they might be. They might be mad that guys are playing in the pool. But the tone that we're setting is that Adrian doesn't like it when other people have fun. Correct. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, Adrian... They're just hanging, like... What do you want them to do? What do you want them to do? It's it's one of those things, and we'll get to it later, where it's like, I I have a lot of... uh, We'll get to it later, because I have a lot of thoughts. Um, Because now we have to go back to Charity and Aaron B's date, where Charity's like, surprise, we get to walk up to the actual sign. Ooh la la, once in a lifetime thing. And he brings out his coin again, and he's like, heads we get everlasting love and then he's like okay also this is a double-sided coin so we got our answer we got our answer <laughs> and you know what i i was happy respect he owing owning up to it i respect that i'm glad he did me too and like i i don't know he like later in the date he's like guess i don't need my lucky coin anymore and i was like i think this is like kind of a cute bit where like every yeah. time something's going good you can be like heads this and, like, you guys know it's going to be yeah. heads. So, like, that's, I don't know. I, I think it's cute. If he proposes to her. He could be like, heads, be like, you marry me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, cute. Although that'd be so awkward if he was the one. True. That she does. And she'd be like, it's oh. tails. <laughs> it's, it's tails. He's like, I'm pretty sure that it's heads. Yeah. And she's like, I looked at it. It's. um but anyway now it's time for the night portion of the date she looks awesome again i love her long leather jacket i don't know how i feel about this one sleeve look but she looks great anyway so she looks amazing in everything they put her in so far we'll talk about her rose ceremony dress because holy shit god Um, jesus christ the nerve to look that good uh Aaron's like I have two brothers and like my youngest brother I'm so close to like he knows everything about me again like very similar it seems to her family and like her relationship with Nehemiah um she asks him about his past relationships and he's like I was in a four-year relationship during college while I was playing football throws that in there um and he's Mm -hmm. like I wasn't the best boyfriend I struggled with active listening and communication um, and he says that he wanted to go and get better and he like started going to therapy and he says that that was really hard cause he had a lot of pride, but it was important and which is great. Yeah. Love and that. He's like, you know, I've had partners kind of like take advantage of the fact that I was trying to be vulnerable and like trying to be a better person. Um, and so I'm not used to being open so early, but like I see you as a safe space and charity is eating it up charity is like yes yes yeah. yes, 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 yes. She, she's she's literally just nodding in yeah. her she's seat. like mm-hmm, mm-hmm, the whole mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. just like yeah she's like she says that she commends him and she's like i know a lot of men don't go to therapy so like you are you're showing a lot of real vulnerability um and then aaron's like okay so like what like what how did you feel in the situation with zach like what happened there and she again repeats her thing where she i'm like you did not like zach where she's no just like, i'm like it's so i am the best version of myself now like after that and i'm like <laughs> okay do you think do you think that like 
she just has replaced Zach's name with, like, her ex's name in her brain <laughs> so that she can, like, get through lying so she can about have being emotions. in Zach at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but anyway, Aaron V's like, I think I can be the man you deserve. You're a ton of green flags. Great. Um, yeah. It was a very good yeah. date. They just keep saying, like, nice and sweet stuff to each other, and then they get a private Lauren Elena concert, and I actually have heard of her. So there you go. Oh, I no, had not. I've heard of Lauren Elena. She's, like, a country singer. Mm. And then I was like, I've heard of Lauren Elena. Oh, my God. Let me Google so I can figure out what song of hers I know. Couldn't figure it out, but I have <laughs> heard of her. I was like, well, there you go. Well, that's a step in that's the right direction. That's a step direction. in the right direction. Um... But, yeah, obviously she gives him the rose, and she just says, like, not to him, but to us, the audience. She's like, this date has, like, made, get, like, made this process feel attainable. Like, presumably made getting engaged and falling in love feel attainable. Yeah. Which is, it was, I feel like it was, like, a perfect first one-on-one. It was it really It could not good. have been better. I knew she was going to pick Aaron B. Like, that was obvious. Yeah. I... It really set her up for success. Yeah. He, I, I like him. He was really cringe in yeah. episode one, but he wasn't like bad. You know, he was just cringe. Yeah. And I yes. think that he chilled out a lot on their date. Okay. Yeah. I'm hoping it was just first night jitters. We'll see if he does anything super cringy. Yeah. I, I felt like continuing. That was like kind of like trying to like, like, dial it up, you know, impress, like, get the yeah. night one, like, try to get that first impression rose, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And then on the one-on-one, he could, like, relax a little bit more and, like, chill out. Like, I do think he's still kind of an intense guy, but, like... Yeah. In, like, a... In, like, a knowing what he wants kind of way. You know? I hope so, yeah. Yeah. I'm... I, I just, for me... I have a hard time with intense plus cringe. Mm-hmm. So well, I'm it, hoping it that, can end that it's just intense. talking while playing piano at you. It's a poem that they wrote. <laughs> it can, it can then, go that way. <laughs> and, then, and then maybe sometimes after the poem is done, they sit down with you and they say, notice how it went yeah. down and then up? <laughs> no, up and down. It's something... Up and oh yes, <laughs> up and down. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes it can end up like that. Yeah. So I'm just hoping that no more of that is in our future. Right. But I'm holding. I'm. I. I'm reserving judgment. I will say. Yeah. I. I feel. I felt very positively about this date. I felt very negatively. Right, but like when about you the piano put poem into perspective situation. that Charity seemed to enjoy the piano, then what do you do? Ugh, that's true. I need to stop thinking about myself and think about Charity. Because she clearly liked it, so he really seems, like, perfect for her. As of right now. I think he seems great. Um, Okay. Group date card is for Mm. Doden, Tanner, Adrian, John, Caleb A, Caleb B, Caleb K, Xavier, James, Aaron S, Sean, and Brayden. And the caption is just, sun's out, buns out. And Brayden out loud to the group when this is read it's like yeah i hope it's a competition like 
and everyone, that goes over like about as well as you'd expect um <laughs> i gotta say he is th- understanding that he comes from a military background makes sense yes. to me some of the most cringe men i have ever met have been military backgrounds yep. absolutely um so they show up at venice beach and they, like, make some sandcastles, they play a little football, but oh no, who's coming down the beach with an air horn? It's Jesse Palmer. And he's like, you're going to be competing in the fourth annual Bachelorette Dodgebowl. Obviously, yeah. winning team goes to the after party, losing team goes home. Uh, and they have to go put on their uniforms, which are just Speedos and sweatbands. But what I do appreciate is the note from yeah. the audience where Jesse said... Sports cups are mandatory. Thank you very much. And I said... Yes, that was good to Thank know. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, I also love that they showed us all the previous... Oh, is that coming up? Go ahead. Yeah, that's where we are. Just they showed us all the previous clips of the past dodgeball I games, forgot about the one from Becca's let- season on the trampolines. That one was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that one was crazy. I also forgot that, like, they literally, some of them literally got new. I forgot about that, too. I was like, that couldn't have been okay. Yeah. Well. Anyway, that was And then Aaron S. is like, I can't believe we're doing this when Yosef has a daughter at home. (laughs) Which was, like, clearly a producer fed line. And also, Aaron S. is doing a fair amount of narrating. um, Which is interesting to me as well. I think that they find him a better narrator than most of the other guys. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have a lot of good narrators. He's like the Casey. Yeah. And I hated Casey, yeah. and I also hate Eric. Right, yeah. But he's like... They they choose a man who sucks and then let him talk so yeah, much. Yeah, he's like just snide enough, but without yeah. being in the center of anything... Yeah. So that he can talk about it all in, like, a sarcastic, detached way. hmm And that's... That's... Yeah. yeah. That's... It's it, it's really the same as Casey yeah. was. Um, and I just laughed because I was like, I love, like, reminding people that Yosef has a daughter at home. Because I'm like... Yes. I just feel like his daughter has to be in school now. And some of the moms yeah. at that school have to watch The Bachelor. And come on, <laughs> someone's got to be like, oh my god, that's Caroline's dad. You know? <laughs> like, someone from the PTA has to be like, that's Yosef. Yes. And I just feel like every oh no, time so it's right. reminded that of that line, a few more people will be like, oh my god, that's that dude. You know? That's that guy. Oh, beautiful. Beautiful. I hope he never lives that down. No, I hope so, too. On account of... I hope he's miserable. He was... Me, too. He's a bad person. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The way that they set up this dodgeball was crazy. Crazy. Are we going to talk about how many audience members got hit by, like, Caleb B's 95 mile an hour fastball or whatever i i was like was that in the disclaimer yeah, they're, they're that like, you made these onlookers like signs? the court first of all is really small 
Like, I'm trying yeah. to think of, like, a way to describe it. It's, like, it's smaller than a pickleball court. Like. Yeah. It's smaller than half a basketball court. Like. Yeah. It is a small it was... playing area. And then the the yeah. spectators are packed in on the edges. They're, like, standing on the lines. And these guys are, like, <laughs> hurling balls at each other. And then they'll leap out of the way. And it'll just hit whoever is the audience member who's yeah. standing directly behind them. I, I don't understand, like, what the thinking was behind this. Because the only possible thing I can think is that the producers wanted to injure the standers by. <laughs> Charity is, like, safely away in a table somewhere. Yeah. And these poor people. No, instead, they literally put them in a game called dodgeball, and the men did what they're supposed to do, which dodge. is dodge, which means, yeah. And then it's like, wait, the, the audience isn't supposed to do the dodging. They're supposed to do watching. And instead, all well, they were also, doing was dodging or being it's hit. It's hard for them to dodge because they're, like, packed in. Like, there's nowhere for them to go. And they're all... They're also all shorter than yes. the guys playing, so they can't necessarily see when the ball is coming oh at them. Oh my god! <laughs> and they—it's they, not like they were trying to hide it either. Like that, they just made a bad choice. It was literally like the camera work. It was fucking Caleb, who's a pro wrestler but was a baseball player in college, was like, "I can throw a ball ninety six mile per hour," and then was throwing them, and then they do a slow motion <laughs> shot of someone dodging his ball and. <laughs> Just being slow motion smacked in the air with this massive ball. And I was like, this cannot, this cannot be legal. How many waivers did these people sign? I don't know. That was wild. I was like, you, you I was like, can we think of any better way to have done this? Because I feel like I could list five. Yeah. Like, if, just off the top of my head. And give me... Five minutes. Number to think, one, give you ten. we go back to the trampoline room from Becca's season. <laughs> <laughs> Agree. Um, okay, so the standout stars of this dodgeball game. First of all, Xavier, who goes to the camera. Guess who went to camp every summer and played a shit ton of dodgeball? <laughs> he is ready. His abs He's are so on display. Hot. <laughs> he is. He's so job. hot. Caleb, not Caleb. At being Sorry, hot. Xavier is carrying the pink team on his back, alone, with, like, minor support from John. I'm not going to say John didn't do anything. John. No. John held his own. John really. Xavier held his and everybody else's. I will say the look of what John and Xavier were doing could not have been more different. <laughs> it literally looked like John was just throwing himself to the front of the line to be smacked with as many balls as possible <laughs> to help Xavier destroy I the other I thought team. John was doing an okay job. <laughs> no, I thought he did a great job. I just noticed that all he did was put himself in the line of fire. Yeah, it's true. I will have to say the editing was really dramatic. I was like low-key enjoying yeah. watching the Me the, too. The rounds. I, loved I it. thought the pacing was right because they played they played to five, yeah. best of five. And we saw all five rounds, but, like, obviously not all of it. I, I thought it was really well done. Um, Me too. I really feel like they have new producers this season. <laughs> it's good. Um, another standout star, Caleb B., the pro wrestler. He's, like, 
do it. He's killing it. Yeah. I'm hesitant to say I he's carrying him. the green team because of what we saw from Adrian later. But, like, at first they were making it look mm-hmm. like he was carrying the green team. He also played college baseball, <laughs> like Lips had. Um, and then it's, like, then it's the tiebreaker round. And Adrian gets three people out on the pink team with one ball. Adrian was not fucking Adrian was, like, Caleb B, I think, had the skill, and Adrian was simply not fucking around. Yeah, that's it. Like, I think Caleb B... I was like, no one is taking this as seriously. No, Caleb B, this is obvious. Like, he's a professional athlete. Caleb B is a better athlete. But Adrian has something in him. Adrian... He willed the balls with his mind to hit every person on the pink team. But then he throws it at Xavier and he catches it. Yeah. And wins the game for the pink team. (sighs) Brings the house down. Um, I really wanted Caleb B to get MVP, but it does go to Adrian. Because one member of the green team who's MVP is going to come with the winning team to the after party. So now only seven people get to go to the after party as opposed to the 12 people that were on the date. Um, And Brayden has this quote where he's like, I don't think Adrian deserved MVP. And so it's really difficult for me to deal with that. (laughs) (laughs) He's deeply comical. He's a comical figure. Yeah. And then he like talks with Charity. And then after they talk... Like, they didn't really say anything. Brayden's, like, to the camera, he's like, I feel like this is, like, an avatar when they, like, connect their braids and, like, just understand mm, I each other. like that. I don't know. <laughs> they are, like, really painting Brayden to be the villain. Like, yeah. with broad strokes. They're like, I guess with yeah. broad strokes is maybe not the right thing because I can mean something else. They are very, they were like, Brayden's the villain. Pointing with their paintbrush yeah. that they are painting him to be the villain with. Um, so then she talks to John. John apparently paid, played professional mm. basketball for a year. What the fuck? Um. I don't. Okay. You don't believe him? <laughs> I don't believe him. I mean, it, it, I don't believe him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't believe him. But I also don't care because I like him so much. Yeah. He's still, I wrote. I think he's so John cute. is still a bit awkward, but in an endearing and sweet way. Yeah, um, and then he like initiates a little kiss for them, and after he leaves, Charity's like, "I'm very happy he initiated that." So that's yeah. great. Um, Brayden is with the guys like in the main room, like of the cocktail party, talking about how he's like mad or like confused and upset that he didn't get the one on one because he got the first impression rose, and Caleb S question mark is like, well, do you think it would have been realistic to get the first impression rose and the first one-on-one? And I'm like, correct, Caleb S. Anyone who watches this show knows that would never happen. Um, yep. And Although I do think it happened with uh, Becca Kufrin's season. Really? I'm pretty sure Blake got the first impression rose and the first date. I'll believe you. I don't know. It might be wrong, yeah. though. Anyway, um, Brayden's like, I don't want the first impression rose. Like, the first impression rose doesn't mean anything. I just want her time. And Adrian's like, actually, the first impression rose is really significant. 
and then Brayden is like, no offense to you, but Caleb B. should have been the MVP. (laughs) And Adrian's like, and then Adrian, I think, had a really good response to that, where he was like, okay, so why do you feel like I'm here and he's not? Because I feel like what that implies is like, yeah, but Charity likes me better, you know? Like, Charity wants me here. I agree. And it, like, kind of forces him to, like, I mean, it, it was an attempt to force him to say that. Or think He's that. like, oh, wait, you, you posed a question? I was expecting simply a retort. Yes. And I was prepared for that. Yeah. And then Brayden... <laughs> I was just gonna talk over yeah. you. Yeah. And then Brayden's like, I feel like how NBA players feel when a player gets traded midseason and he still oh gets a God. chip. And I was like, shut up. Shut up. Like, okay, here's the deal. Is Adrian annoying? Yes. Yeah. He seems oh like God. a serious buzzkill. God, he is... He is no fun. And I think that that's part of the problem, is that Brayden is fun. And so the guys like Brayden. Like, the guys... I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't think any of the guys on this date specifically really like Brayden anymore. But, like, when Brayden... Like, we'll get to it, but, like, at the rose ceremony, when it's getting down to it and Brayden doesn't have a rose, like, somebody put a comforting hand on his shoulder. And I think it was Xavier, who was on this date, where Brayden was acting so annoying. He was acting, yeah. Yeah, that is so true. And I have, I definitely have more issues with what he did later than this. But, um, I, I will say that it is... I, I think a lot of these guys are a lot, at the very least, like, three to four years older than him. Mm-hmm. At the very so least. So you think and they're I just think like this that, idiot? Yes. Yeah. I think they're like, I, I think I think you're right that I think he's fun and he's, like, down for anything, so they're fine with yeah. him. But I also think they don't take it very seriously. I think that that's a fair point. Which is why they're kind of like, they're like, Adrian, stop. Yeah. Like. Because they're, they're also, it, like... this guy's not fucking serious. Well, and also just, like, stop rewarding bad behavior. You know? What he wants yeah, is attention. Yeah, yeah. What you're giving him is attention. Like... Yes. That's yeah. how this works. Um, and because you were right, Adrian handled it really well that time, but he also did a lot of really That bad is about the only it. time I'm going to say Adrian yeah, handled yeah. this well this episode. Yeah. I'm going to say, <laughs> I thought that was an excellent comeback. Like... If I am ever in a similar argument, I'm stealing it for myself. Can't imagine the scenario in which that would appear, but put that one in your back pocket. But if so, Um, (laughs) no Yeah, That's the only note I'm taking from Adrian. Yeah. Yeah. So Adrian, like, goes to chat with Charity, and he's like, so look, I, I came here for you, and, like, I sacrificed a lot to come here because, surprise, I have a daughter. I have a one year old daughter. Um, and Charity's like, I respect you so much for coming here. Like, I can't imagine how hard that was. And Adrian's like, yeah, like, when I'm here, I'm thinking about how I'm not spending time with my daughter. Like, I'm not here to play games. I'm not here for vacation and all that. And it was just kind of like, it was very annoying. Because. Yeah. These are sentiments that you can express in a way that are really, really positive. Like, you can be like, hey, like, I am sacrificing a lot to be here. I want to be here for you. Like, I am invested in this. I don't want to play games with you. I just want to be straight up. Like, 
the second that this isn't worth it for me, like, I have a reason to be somewhere else. So, like, if I'm here, you know that it, it means something. Um, yeah. You could be like that. And then the person could be like, wow. But I just felt like kind of the way that he was saying it, like, was very, like, kind of blamey and defensive. And it yeah. wasn't clear if he was blaming her, like, she's pulling him away for his daughter, or if he's blaming the guys for, like, ha- playing games and being on vacation, like. Yeah. But. It felt like he wanted an action from her because he told her that he has a daughter. Yeah. And I, which he got, he got an action from mm-hmm. her. But I, I, I just was like, it's a weird, it's like it felt like he combined two different things he wanted to say into one moment and it made it weird. Yeah. And it would have been, and one of those things just maybe didn't need to be said at all. Yeah. And it just, I mean, like, so, I don't think Adrian is a charming person. Like, what no. I was going to say is it made it way less charming, but I just, I don't think charming is Adrian's MO. I think he's other <laughs> things. Um, not fun. Not fun. And, like, the thing is, like, I don't think Adrian's a bad guy. Like, I think no, he's annoying. No. I don't think I would have a very good time with Adrian. But, like, no. whereas I'm like, yeah, Brayden's a total dick. Hate, like, yes. hilarious, but hate that guy. With Adrian, I'm like, yeah. no, like, you you seem like you have you a decent, high, yeah. like, a good moral compass. Like, cool. I have You're met no plenty of fun. people like Adrian, <laughs> and I and would be like fine to hang out with them i would probably not enjoy my time i wouldn't want to hang out with a brayden right yeah yeah but i also wouldn't like it's like two different people i don't really want to hang out with but people are like you can bring one person to a dinner party brayden or adrian and you're like oh neither no and they're like no no you have to bring exactly and you're like yeah adrian Adrian. (laughs) yes exactly that really sums up how i'm yeah but and then he like is also kind of like weirdly passive aggressive because he's like he says that thing where he's like i feel like i'm he's like i'm not here to be on vacation and play games and charity's like okay so like the way that you say that makes me feel like you're maybe implying something about yeah like does it seem like people are on vacation and playing games and it like it feels like they're not here for the right reasons like it doesn't feel like guys are here for me and he's just like well I feel like you're smart and can figure it out and like that alone I'm like okay like fine like if you'd stopped there I would have been like fine because like, again, it's just about the, like, way you are saying these things. Like, you can say I'm not here yeah. to be on vacation and play games. And then you can be like, but I trust, that, like, that you are able to figure out, like, who you want to be here. Like, you can say that, and that's very nice. But then, A, that's not how he said it. And B, he tacks on, like, even on night one, you made your choice. And, like... What that sounded like to me is he was like, you chose Brayden, you know? Yeah. Because, like, it could mean, like, you sent people home, you trusted your gut. But, like, it it just, like, the, the whole conversation, it was so weird because it was, like, so many of these things can be spun in a positive way. But the way that you were saying them mm-hmm. and, like, your tone and, like, your word choice make me feel like they are coming from, like, a negative place. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And I did not, and it was, it was weird. It's also like, it's a weird thing to hint so specifically about something, but not actually say it. Yeah. 
And as someone who uh, has been known to be passive aggressive and is working on yeah. it, it is always a negative thing. You shouldn't do yeah, it. Yeah, well, and also just, like, yeah, like, don't, don't cross that line. Like, if you want to be like, yeah. I feel like I'm serious, more serious than some of the other guys here, like, that's fine. I'm sure that's true. Yeah, sure. Like, yeah, whatever. But you can't say, I feel like I'm more serious than some of the guys here. And like, I don't know, you'll make your choice. You've made it before. Like, yeah, that's, weird. that's getting into, yeah. It's crossing a it's crossing line. crossing a line where it's like, okay, no, you have to say what you're talking about. Yeah, I agree. Um, so that's the end of their conversation. Charity comes back in to the room with everybody and is like, tonight there was some things shared with me about people treating this like spring break. Like, if that's the case, I don't want that. I'm not interested in that. I'm here to find my person. And she gives the group date rose to John, as she should. The only other mm-hmm. person that I was rooting for in that room would be Xavier, because he did so good in the dodgeball game. But then we didn't even see any of him on the date. So, no. good for John. After she gives the rose to John, there is so much awkward silence. And then she leaves, and there is more awkward silence. And Brayden's like, I don't feel like those words were meant for me. (laughs) (laughs) And (laughs) Adrian's like, well, I see a lot of playing in the house, but, like, I'm a totally different person from everybody else. And it's like, shut up, Adrian. We get it. You're old. Oh, my God. Who cares? And then... It is a wild thing to just be continuously reminding people that you are older than Yeah. And Brayden's like, well, I'm a very carefree person, and, like, I don't feel the need to be solemn in the house. Like, I want someone who wants me for who I... Like, I'm sorry, I'm going on The Bachelor, and I'm just supposed to sit and not play in the pool? I was gonna say... Do you you want me to journal all day? Like, I will journal for three hours because it's a fucking 14-hour day, and there is nothing to do. Correct. There's nothing to do. Well, okay. And the other thing about this, too, is, like, don't ruin pool time Don't ruin me. pool time! It's like, I, I don't like Brayden. I'm not gonna be on his side, but I, I Again, will be anti-you. Don't make us defend Brayden. Brayden and his pool don't. time. But one of you is giving us pool time. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it's like, again, what do you want him to do? Like, he can't talk yeah. to Charity. What should he be doing? Should he be sitting in the shade like you are in your long jeans and your flannel overshirt? Just like. Oh my god. Being Claring? mad? Yeah. It's not like a very healthy way to live. It's just. it's. I found this so annoying because at this point, Brayden has been exclusively annoying. Yes. You know? Like he. He said. Like the things that he said were dickish, but like. At the end of the day, he's the one who looks bad yeah. in there, and Adrian didn't have to do anything. No. Like, he's annoying, and he runs his mouth. Yeah. He's going he never to get shuts himself up. into he trouble. He never shuts up. He never shuts the fuck up. Like, there's going to be no problem. So, I just, it's like, until we got to the stuff later, I would support someone telling on him for what he said later. I'm fine with that. Don't care. But it just was this thing where I was like, Adrian, he hasn't done something that warrants this yet. So don't, like, conflate, like, the fact that you, like, have your daughter at home Mm. with, like, like, I don't know. It's just, like, it's not his fault that he's, like, a 24-year-old travel nurse who has no roots anywhere 
and you have a daughter at home who you are thinking about and like weighing whether or not you should be here with that's not his fault you both made choices based on your own life like (laughs) also babe go in the pool yeah you'll have a good time no one's stopping you from doing a cannonball i'm sure your daughter doesn't want you to be miserable also she's a fucking baby she doesn't know yeah yeah so i just i just was like I don't, I don't know. Yeah. Like, I I don't think that, like, enjoying yourself on a day that you don't have a date, on a day you're no, not going to get a date, like, probably in the midst of three or four days when you didn't have a date, yeah. like, is bad. Or if there's anything I wrong simply with it. would would be enjoying I myself. simply would be having the because best, also, as, as good a time as possible. I'm not going to say the best time, because it's probably still fucking boring. Well, that's what I was going to say. It's probably boring and also, like, there's manipulation and sleep deprivation and everything. So I really say have as much fun as you can. Otherwise, you're going to make yourself depressed. Like, there is a difference between, like, I'm, like, this has happened on group dates and I just can't remember specific examples. Like, there's a difference between, like, going on a group date and not talking to charity because you are just having so much fun at whatever experience they are providing. Like, that mm-hmm. is, like, very obviously taking advantage of the situation of being on The Bachelorette to do fun yeah. things. Playing in the pool yeah. at the house that they've locked you in and taken your phone from you. When she's nowhere, when she's nowhere in, sight. in sight. is fine. Yeah, I agree. Um, I agree. And also, like, you definitely couldn't accuse Brayden of, like, well, until later, not being obsessed with charity. Yeah. Or, like, because all he does is, like, charity! Yeah, exactly. And then later, obviously, we have issues with it. But up until this point, he has been given, as far as we know, no evidence. Yeah, his problem is just that he never shuts up. To suggest up. that, yeah, he never shuts up. But we've been given no evidence to suggest that he's, like, less serious about her because he plays in the pool. Yes. Okay. Um, now it's time for the next date. And the next date. Mm-hmm. So Charity is still thinking about, like, what Adrian said yesterday. But whatever. It's time for a new date in a park in L.A. That's all she knows. Yeah, and buddy. Rachel and Gabby yeah. are there. Um, they look so cute. Yeah. I miss Gabby's dark hair. I do, too. We move I do, on. too. Uh, Gabby's like, surprise, there's going to be an audience for today's date. So Gabby, Rachel, and Charity are all on stage. And then when the guys show up, there's just, like, a huge cheering crowd. And Gabby mm-hmm. and Rachel are like, today... We're going to be testing your chemistry with Charity. And then at the end of the questions, like, we're going to pick one person to break a record with Charity. The longest kiss in Bachelor Nation. Um, mm-hmm. Cut to a clip of Spencer saying, I'm a great kisser. If I get to kiss Charity, she'll maybe faint. Ah! <laughs> that was so crazy. Boom. That was so crazy. Boom. Um, Boom. Gabby's like, this record was set by one of our most successful bachelors, Sean Lowe. And I'm like, he's not mm. kissing a woman who he's married to. Like, yeah. do we feel weird about that? Do we, like, feel weird being, I think we should. being, like, the most successful bachelor, but, like, the longest kiss that you're showing us a clip of is, like, not with his wife? Also, it looked bad. Yeah. Um. Not that that's important, but it did. So... Gabby and Rachel, like, ask the guys questions, like, what do you find sexiest about charity? Like, where do you put your hands when you're kissing? Um, they have to, like, demonstrate their ultimate makeout, which was so gross. Um, oh, 
I hated that I wriggled, wriggled in my seat. <laughs> Did not enjoy. Then they had like a minute that. to tell a story about a kiss, and Joey Aww. like goes up there and he's like, so they all talk about like you know their first kiss, their best kiss, whatever. Joey goes up there and I was gonna say too, they all could have said something negative about like someone that they had a bad kiss with or yeah. something like that, and none of them did that we no. saw, and I really liked Warwick that. Warwick was like, it was my first girlfriend, and like she'd been gone for months, and like I saw her in the <laughs> tunnel, and then like Michael was like, best kiss I've ever it had, was, like my first love, blah 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 blah. <laughs> I know. I was like, okay, I like this. Yeah. Like, it, because it is something to, like, talk about the worst kiss you've ever had, even if you don't name the person, like, on national yeah, television. Yeah, absolutely. I don't, I don't love that. No. So I thought, it, I thought it was really sweet that they didn't. Yeah. Um, so, but Joey's, like, one time there was this girl who I thought was awesome. I couldn't stop thinking about her, blah, 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 blah. And then we uh, had the longest so kiss good. in Bachelor Nation. His, you like that? I was like, this is corny. I, I thought- Oh, it was so corny, but it was such a good move. It was so good. Like, he, because also, like, you remember the first night when he was, like, not even looking at Charity, and Charity yeah. was, like, all cozied up with him, and this day he was literally staring into her yes. soul, like, the whole time. I, I was like, this is, I would, it would have made me cringe, but at the same time, if I wanted to kiss him yeah. already, I would have been, it would have been yeah. fine. Would have loved it. So, Charity picks Joey. It's very obvious. Um, so, yeah. they're going to kiss for over three minutes. Everyone's like, could we have done this earlier? Yeah. They're going to kiss for over three minutes, and all the other guys just have to watch, which is so <laughs> awkward. It's just, it's, it's an awkward really time. Awkward. Gabby and Rachel are, like, narrating the kiss, like, but I also thought, like, I <laughs> I am so charmed by Joey. I just get more and more charmed yeah. by Joey the more I learn about him, because he also had this line where he was I like, know. it was really uncomfortable for me to kiss Charity in front of the other guys, but, like, I just had to focus on her and, like, focus on Charity. Aww. And I was like, I, res- I like that you acknowledge that, like, this is not something you wanted to do. Like, not like this isn't something yeah. you wanted to do, but like... No, no, but it, but it's like an uncomfortable yeah. situation. It's not like and the I easiest. And I think he felt bad. Like, I think that he genuinely yeah. was like, oh no, I don't like yeah. that element of this. But yeah. But like, yeah, anyway. No, I agree. I feel like Joey is a little bit like Johnny and like Greg, and except he doesn't seem toxic yet. <laughs> So, um, so, so fun. Um, also, I was just thinking about the crowd that I'm sure was, like, whooping and cheering, yeah. like, when they started kissing. And then you have to keep doing that. For four and a half minutes. For four minutes. But then, then it made me think about the Cannes Film Festival. True. How do you applaud that long? I was like, oh, my God. They should have hired some of the, like, seat fillers from True. there for this. True. Um, but then, ugh, this made me feel so sad. Uh, after they kiss for four and a half minutes and, like, come up for air, they're like, Joey, you're getting a one-on-one tonight. And so, like, then the other guys mm, just go They all just go home. home. Like, while Charity and Joey are still on stage, they don't even get to say goodbye to her. Um. No, I know. And, like, it sounds like the date, like, obviously the date portion that we saw that involved them was, like, really, really brief. But it sounds like it was, like, a yeah. little bit more involved, like, whatever. But I still felt awful. I was like, that was an absolutely yeah, brutal I mean, blow. That sucks. My my jaw dropped. I was like, oh, 
harsh. Yeah, it was not cool. Harsh. To be honest. Um, it, it like, wouldn't have been, because I feel like in a couple times there, there have been, like, dates where someone ends up with a one-on-one at the end. But usually it isn't, like, directly after watching them kiss for a four-minute straight. Yeah, and also I feel like normally it's, like, there will have been more of the date first. Like, you know, yeah, if they've exactly. done, like, a chemistry workshop... Like, for most yeah. of the day. And then, oh, we're bringing in an audience. We're going to test. Like, and then they'd done that part. And then. Yeah. But it was like, how long were they there? Like, an hour? Yeah. yeah. It just, I felt like, so Or bad. some mingling in some other kind of way. Like, they had played. Like, you know that, like, um. Or that weird, like. It was like a sleepover or something date, like a carnival date for one of the COVID seasons. Oh, yeah. And the bachelor was like, everyone's ignoring me. So annoying. And I was like, full agree with you. Oh, yeah. And then. Was that Michelle? I don't remember what it was, no. but. It was, yeah, Michelle. it was Michelle. It was Michelle. You're right. Yeah. And then she like noted who was paying the most attention. But it's like it's, if they could have had any sort of like mingling in that kind of way beforehand. But this is just brutal. Brutal. And in particular, in particular, brutal having it be so early on where, like, if you get to stay is, like, a lot based on how much time you've had to talk to yep. her. Like, at least a few of the people, most of the people that went home were on the Agre- stage. Yeah, absolutely. And I felt really sad about it. Me too. Um, okay. I feel, I felt in particularly sad about one of them. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll get on. to it. I agree with you. Uh! So... The guys get back to the house without Joey and tell the other guys what happened. Mm-hmm. And Brayden's like, wow, that's so fucked. Like, I I wouldn't have stood for that. Like, and people are like, what? You would have, like, pitched a fit? And Brayden's like, no, I wouldn't have I'm pitched sorry. a fit. But, like, I just, I wouldn't have stood for it. And people are like, so you would have walked away? Mm-hmm. And, like. That's still pitching a fit. Yeah, dude. and also Brayden doesn't say yes to that. Like, he doesn't have an answer. He's not like, here's no. what I would have done. He's just like, I wouldn't have stood he for that. He just said he wouldn't stand for it. So he's like... I just wouldn't. My morals. Yeah. He's basically, like, trying to emasculate these guys for, like, being on a date where Charity kissed another guy. Um, And then the guys are talking, and they're like, well, you know, like, we... The date started, and, like, this is what else we did. Like, it was, like... Uh, chemistry thing and like it was fun like Josh was like yeah I guess it was like a pretty good date um and Brayden's like how can you say that like that's like so like I could never say that and Adrian's like Brayden you're not respecting Josh's feelings um and Brayden's <laughs> like how am I not respecting his feelings and it's like well but by by telling him that they're they're bad um by, yeah by telling him that your feelings are wrong yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and then Brayden is, like, talking to the camera, and he's like, yeah, I just feel like it was really disrespectful to these guys to have that happen. Like, I'm packing my bags. Um, and it is unclear at this point whether he's talking, like, whether he's implying that Charity was being disrespectful, whether he thinks the show was being disrespectful. Mm -hmm. Like, somebody was disrespectful. Somebody disrespected those guys. And Brayden, let me tell you. I thought he was making it clear that it was her. I mean... I, I think. Or maybe he said that in interviews later, but he, he definitely the thing made is, it clear. He said it so many times. He said it a yeah. lot. And like. Yeah. I feel like it just became more clear over time that he was talking about her. 
It, but, like, yeah, when it okay. first started... It wasn't 100% clear. Yeah, and I mean, I was, like, I don't want to say giving him the benefit of the doubt, because, like, no, I wasn't. Yeah. But, like, I, I mean, I guess that is what I was doing. I was, like, maybe he's talking <laughs> about the show, because, like, I agree. <laughs> like, yeah. I also think that was disrespectful. Uh, well, yeah, it was hard because I, I definitely was was not giving him, like, any – I th- I was giving him the opposite of whatever benefit yeah. of the doubt was. So I think I probably heard it sooner than it was actually I, said as well. I think that, like – I mean, I don't think he ever explicitly said it. I think it was always – he was always talking mm-hmm. about charity. But maybe it's just, like, the first two times he said it, I had, like, already been thinking, that was pretty disrespectful of the show. And so he was like, that was really disrespectful. And I was like, it was, wasn't it? Like, not in an agreement (laughs) way. really not cool of But I was like, you're you're right, this show is really fucked up. And then he, like, kept saying it. And I was like, oh, we're we're, we're talking about charity. Okay, cool. (laughs) Heard. Okay, got it. No, that... That makes sense because I now remember feeling a little bit like unsure as well too because it it was that thing of like eh, it wasn't yeah it was a little di- bit yeah. disrespectful to you guys. Well, and also I was just like not by charity but by the still show. Still shocked to like hate. hear him like say that about charity because like it's really fucked up. And so like in my yeah. mind I was like it makes more sense to be like oh I'm trapped in a hellhole. Because you are. Yeah. 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 Like, there's one of these things that is true, and it is somehow not the one you're saying. (laughs) Well, it's also this weird thing, too, of, like, they're framing him very much like a Luke P. Mm Mm-hmm. But... Righteous indignation. (sighs) Yeah, but he's, like... Oh, man, it's so weird because I'm I'm trying to remember like He's such a different flavor though. Yeah, he's yeah, that's what it is. He's a different flavor and he's a little bit more of a confusing flavor. Yeah. Because he's very he's like disarming in a way that I did not find Luke P to be disarming. Well, it's like you heard it here first, folks. Men with earrings can be toxic too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure can yeah uh okay anyway um charity and joey are on there one-on-one they seem to be having a good time they also just seem to be making out a bunch um yeah they're they're like we'd like to get some more yeah and then here's the deal i was really prepared to roll my eyes at joey because he like had this interview moment where he was like i need to tell charity something like about me and i think it reveals a lot about myself and then he's like, my parents are divorced. And I was like, classic <laughs> rich kid Joey. Like, oh, your great trauma yeah. your parents are divorced. Like, I am saying that as a person I whose parents are still happily married. Um, I, know, I, I, I can't I relate. Um, that being said, I'm not especially impressed by it as a trauma card on The Bachelor. But... I also feel like men will be like, my parents are divorced, so I'm going <laughs> to manipulate. Yeah. But he is like, so my parents split up because when I was in kindergarten, my dad came out as gay. And mm-hmm. so obviously their marriage wasn't going to be what it was. Um, and so they split up, but their connection was still strong. Like they still had love for each other and for me and my siblings, like everything mm-hmm. in our family was all based on love. And like now my dad is someone I talk to about everything, like – 
And so because of that, I really try to be, like, empathetic toward people and try to understand, like, what's going on on the inside and not just the outside. Yeah. And I was like, Joey! It was great! Joey! (laughs) You sweet, beautiful angel! I know, I was like, I'm so sorry. I doubted I you. you harshly and that was and my immediately. <laughs> because you're so cute. I was like, I should have been looking at your insides instead exactly. of your outsides. <laughs> if Joey taught us one thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, he, she's like, my parents are my role models when it comes to love. And we're like, we know, Charity. How fast is this mm-hmm. going to turn into Zach's best friend thing? Um... And yeah. then she gives him the rose. Yeah, whatever. Uh, Charity is like, I can tell Joey's here for me. Great. Yeah. Um, the next day, they are not going to have a cocktail party. They are going to have a barbecue instead. And I always love it when they do this. I'm like, yeah, mix it up. Me too. Have some fun in the sun, Adrian. Loosen up. I wish they let her play more games. I know. Not just mini and, golf some- with Sean. She didn't do a single cannonball into the I know. Um... Brayden is like telling the camera he's like I have a lot I need to talk to Charity about and like if I don't hear what I need to hear I'm going home so Brayden's like really on this my bags are packed if I don't get what I need it's over situation um first Doden and Charity sit down and he like shows her this like card he's had since he was four when he came to the America and they have a sweet moment and she's like I'm intrigued by you and like there's a level of genuineness to you um she likes him it was was cute it was very sweet it was exactly what he needed to make it to next week like boom done um Tanner talks to her he's like I promise I'm here for the right reasons like I'm ready to get married blah whatever she believes him in an interview she said that Tanner had the best style and I was like, <laughs> is the style in the room with us? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, so then, uh, Sean shows her how to mini golf. Disgusting. I hate that. But she <laughs> seems him. to enjoy herself. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares, Charity? She's, she's very good at, like, hugging to avoid a kiss. Yeah. Um, he was like, I thought he was trying to kiss her, and she was like, no. Aw, <laughs> <Aww>, snuggle. <laughs> um, Brayden is, like, talking to the group, and he's like, love is selfish. Like, that's what it is. Love is selfish. His earrings are the biggest we've seen yet, and I'm pretty sure they're dream catchers. I am 99.999% sure he is wearing giant dream catcher earrings. There's been a lot of chatter online about people being like, nobody should be making fun of men for wearing, like, more effeminate clothing, and that's toxic. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm making fun of bad style. I'm making fun of him for dressing ugly. Yeah. He looks terrible. (laughs) I, I think there are plenty of people who can work long earrings. But he has chosen bad earrings. He and literally them terribly, was just he, like, "Look, here's the deal. I'm incredibly conventionally handsome, so nothing yeah. legally looks bad on me. That's not an excuse to do whatever you want." No. Do you see his tiny ponytail with his hair that is not ponytail? We length? can't talk about the tiny ponytail. I can't go there right now. <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> I hate his tiny ponytail. 
Okay, so whatever. He steals charity. Get even the top half of the hair in I it. I know. It got the middle part of the back of his hair. I, I know. That's not how ponytails work, Grace. I, I know that. I know you said you can't get into it. That is what I, I said. I needed to be mentioned. <laughs> okay right now. now he's gonna go talk to charity all right um fine he's like how are you she's like my week was good but i was thrown for a loop at like your group date because of like again the spring break stuff um he's like yeah me too and then he's like i had like a lot of doubt in your character to some degree um and i felt really bad for he says it so casually crazy though because yeah, he's, he's like, he, no, you're so good. Like, the sit down is, I had a lot of doubt in your character. Oh my god, you look amazing today. Like, he just, he like slid, slid it in between giggles I and had like to hugging and all this stuff. Because I was like, there's yeah. no way he said, I had doubt in your character. And she had no reaction. But that yeah. is what he said. It's because the way he was acting, and it would have been way like wilder in person too because that's why what i mean by he's disarming yeah is because the way he says things and the way he's acting and like being so snuggly and like uh, like while he's saying things that are atrocious it would be like very i feel like kind of confusing to experience yeah that makes sense um he's like i had a lot of doubt in your character and i just like felt so bad for those guys on that date and like i felt lied to in that moment and i'm like okay lied to by what was the lie by who what was the lie what what like i'm sorry did you did you literally on time be like hey charity do you promise not to kiss anyone for four and a half minutes yeah. in front of other people <laughs> do you pinky <laughs> promise i can't believe you yeah, broke our pinky sh- promise how dare you <laughs> I forgot to say that part out loud. <laughs> I, I forgot to say what I wanted you to promise out loud. So, yeah, how can you blame me for that? <laughs> I thought it in my head. Uh. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I was, like, ready to leave. I was ready to run away. And Charity is, like, taking this well for some reason. Because um, he's laughing. He doesn't seem serious at yeah, all. Yeah, and she's like, well, I'm glad you brought this up because, like, it was – a thin line of like trying to be respectful to joey and like pay it and like focus on him but also and then she's like i'm really sad that like i frustrated you and the guys and he's like no don't be sad i just tried to make you feel horrible but like don't let it have worked yeah no he's like i try to make you feel bad and like uh, uh, and ashamed and like i was gonna leave because i was questioning your character but like why would you be sad that's, that's crazy. crazy you're crazy girl don't do it <laughs> baby girl oh my god god i hate him it's so crazy you don't feel sad anyway <laughs> so, annoying. so after that conversation she's like i think brayden was really vulnerable and like opened up a lot in our conversation and i'm like babe where babe. where where he was like feel bad that Okay, yeah. cool. Just checking. No, no, no. I meant, I meant, like, yeah. Where, where did this? Oh happen? no, I was I talking to charity. Know. We were, we were both talking to charity. Oh, understood. Yeah. Great. I'm, I love when we both talk to. Charity. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then she talks to Adrian, and Adrian again. Uh-huh. This is like a moment where I really respect Adrian, and he's like, "Hey, look, I yeah. know that the spring break thing has been really heavy on you, and that was not my intention, and I want to sincerely apologize." And like 
I really respect that yeah. because I think I think he was trying to Me stir too. up shit, like or at at the very least yeah. make himself look good in comparison to other people, and he didn't really think about it, and it went poorly, and. Yeah, well, he it, also is like, I have some actual things. Now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some concrete evidence. Yeah, that's true. But I, I don't know. I respect that he was like, I, I, I don't no, no, respect no, no. that, that he said. made a bad call that like stressed her out. But like, yeah. at least he owned up to it. And he said, I want to sincerely yeah. apologize. So. Well, I also, again, I stand by him telling her about what Braden said. Yeah. Um, so I and I would like if he hadn't said that before, it would have been hard to like take as seriously what he was saying. So that's fair. I do think it was a good it was it was smart. It was smart of what he did. Yeah. And so then he's like <laughs> smart of what he did. Yeah. He's like, I think that like what I was trying to convey was like that I'm seeing a lot of immaturity. And she's like, OK, well, like what's immature to you? And I think that's a good question because it's like maybe what's immature to him is not relevant to her, you know? Like, she's a couple it's years younger. A, it's pulling an Adrian back at it. Yeah. Great point. It's like the, yeah. Um, And then he's like, well, I I see it as a lack of emotional intelligence and, like, a lack of being able to, like, handle your emotions. And I'm like, what's a pretty good definition of immature? Um, mm-hmm. And he's like, so for, like, for example, I felt like Brayden was invalidating Josh's feelings because Josh was saying he had a good date and, like, Brayden called, like, the date classless and, like, disrespectful to the other guys. And Charity's like, hmm, classless is not a word he used in our conversation. Um, And she basically leaves this conversation with Adrian being like, what's tripping me up is that, like, our conversation... Me and Brayden's conversation pretty much exactly mirrored my conversation with Adrian, except for, like, none of the verbiage was the same. So she's basically like, I know this happened, but I don't know if, like, Adrian misunderstood Brayden, like, if Brayden was lying to me, like, I don't think she thinks Adrian's lying to her. Um, Yeah. And so... Yeah. Also, I will say the one other thing, too, is like it was so funny to hear or not funny, but like hearing classless again. Remember that was used on like on Zach season. This is a whole discussion we had because Kat went and made out with before Charity's date. And they called it classless. Yeah. And and then we had the discussion, which I felt like I was brought a lot of clarity to me in this where I was like I think that she was slut shaming Kat uh-huh. uh, whoever that girl was the blonde girl and you were like I don't think she was slut shaming and that? I do think you were right I don't think it <laughs> Brooklyn yes Brooklyn uh, called Kat classless if yeah. the shoe fits and I, and lace like, that bitch up shaming <laughs> yeah lace that bitch up and you were like I don't think it's slut shaming and I was like I now agree with you that that's not slut shaming because classless when used by men I think is slut shaming, mm-hmm. but used by women is like a just low grade insult <laughs> most of the time. A low grade, but also like tacky, like a, like you said, yeah. like a more insulting. Because I do think the use of like talking about charity, it like it's disrespectful. Yeah. Like she would do that in front of people. I do think that's. Slut I shaming. also think that like 
I I want to concede that it was maybe more slut shamey of Brooklyn than I was admitting because I I, th- I think the thing that's mm. hard for me is like classless is a word that I feel like people use in all kinds of situations, not just like situations with yeah. a sexual context. So it's like, yeah, would Brooklyn have used like like would Brooklyn have chosen another word besides classless that was like more slut shamey did she choose that word to not be a slut shamey or did she choose it to be more slut shamey like or does it just appear slut shamey because of the situation that we're talking about you know yeah and that makes it more complicated i think is what it comes down yeah because it's like i would also say someone was classless if they like i don't know like insulted somebody's like food like food that they made to their face or like went around yeah. saying it was bad like i would be like that's classless it's not a word i would or, only like, use called their grandma ugly at, at their funeral yeah this is like I'm, I'm having a really hard time coming up with genuinely good examples but like yeah those are situations where i just gave you if one, i so was a creative person i might use the word classless <laughs> <laughs> so it's like yeah and i think that's wh- that comes into like i don't think you would use the word classless in a slut shamey way sure. And, and I don't know, I don't know, I, again, yeah. like I'm saying, I think for sure Brayden yeah. does. Yeah. But I don't know about Brooklyn. Yeah. Well. Basically, we determined we don't know if Brooklyn was slut-shaming, but less likely than Brayden. Yes. Um, yeah. So, I don't know. Charity's upset, obviously. So Jesse goes yeah. back to the group and he's like, Charity isn't here right now because she found out some information that's really upsetting her. See you at the rose ceremony. And the guys all immediately circle up trying to figure out who upset her. And Adrian eventually is like, look, being honest is a gift and a curse. And I'm like, shut up, Adrian. And uh-huh. as I'm thinking that, Xavier is like, Adrian, why are you running your mouth so <laughs> much in an interview? And this is why I'm like, like, Xavier's team Brayden. No offense, which is a bummer because I like Xavier. Yeah. But he's team Brayden. But he's right. Why is Adrian running his mouth so much? He doesn't need to be running his mouth this yeah. much. Um, and then Adrian, he makes, he makes yet again another good point where he's like, look, I didn't have to tell you. Like, somebody else totally could have said something today, too, and but I'm owning it, and they could not be owning yeah. it. And John's like, it's a good point. <laughs> Um, I love I love John. John. Whatever, who cares? Cherry gets out of the limo for the rose ceremony. Her dress is crazy stunning. She is like gold, oh, she looks dripping so good. in beads. She looks like a statue. Like she looks amazing. Um, she is like this is an, this was an incredible week. There's so many outstanding connections that were made. Like I'm just trying to do what I think is best, and like this doesn't take away from any of you guys. So. Doton gets the first rose. My baby Warwick sneaks through for another week. Brayden has switched to different We've seen nothing from earrings. Him. We've seen nothing from Warwick. I don't feel good about him. Me either. I think he's going yeah, to Yeah, next week. Um, Adrian gets the rose before Brayden. But then Brayden gets the final rose. Which means we lose John Henry, our cute underwater welder who I had so much hope for. We lose Josh. I thought he could have done well. Who was obsessed with charity 
And I, and also, I, I was like, love how him. did how did how did Josh not get through when Adrian was I like? Josh was talking about how he had a really good time, like on the date where he had. To how watch, do you yeah. not hear that and go like, maybe I need to get to know this guy a little better? Yeah. Also, how do you not look at him and be like, I'm going to say no to those eyelashes, True. those dimples. True. Uh, couldn't be me. Yeah. Could not be me. So sorry also, to Josh. I see you on Paradise. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm confused too because I was positive I saw a preview of him at some point where he was like on a date with Charity, but I looked back at the page and I sin- I just must have that must have been somebody it. else's so, eyebrows. I it couldn't have been okay. Moving on. Moving. I need to move on. I must move yeah. on. We lose Spencer. I'm having a hard time moving as on. we knew we would. And we lose Caleb yeah. S and Caleb K. One week, and we're already down to one Caleb. So. The only Caleb that yeah, matters. Yeah, he's no longer Caleb B. He's just Caleb. Um, he's just Caleb. And that's not true, too. The other Caleb's mattered. I just, just love the pro barely, Just barely. Just a little we bit barely. We know I didn't like Caleb nothing. K. Caleb S seemed fine. Um, yeah. So then Brayden makes a toast that's like, we have an incredible woman here. Um, and then they show a preview where next week looks hella dramatic. I oh mean, they could be fucking with us like they did with the fence jump, but they are implying yeah. that next week is the week where Charity's like, I can revoke roses. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the other thing, too, and we saw Xavier being like, and I love Xavier, yeah. but we saw him being like Aaron don't get involved in like stop why are you making such a big deal like but I'm also it you remember when um Aaron or not Aaron sorry um when 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 Andrew on Paradise got mad at Casey for telling Brittany that Peter was being a douchebag there were so sorry. many names there was so many. <laughs> I know as soon as I said like, it I was like oh god yes I know exactly okay, so what Brittany, you're talking about yeah. but like that was such a crazy sentence for you to say <laughs> okay so for context for the listeners on Last Paradise there was this pizza man named Peter pizza who took man. Brittany Galvin <laughs> who took Brittany Galvin the hottest woman to ever be on the Bachelor franchise except for Tasha. um but also Moving on. This is worse. This is worse than all the names yeah, you said with no just, context. Yeah, just go. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, anyway, so he took... Peter took Brittany on a date, and then he came back and was, like, being a real douchebag about he it. He happens and, like, to be about, a real like, douchebag. This was not out of character. Uh, yeah, he's a, he's a massive douchebag. So Casey, who was t- trying to date Brittany, told her that he was being a real gross douchebag about her only, like, dating him to like get more followers and stuff which didn't make any sense because he didn't he have has, any like, followers, two followers. And she had a bunch. yeah it was it was just ridiculous and so casey told her and yes i'm sure some of that was strategic yeah. but also i thought she deserved to yeah. know and then andrew s is out there yelling at casey for like causing drama and telling her about this andrew s also has a connection with britney for the record but it was just it was shitty like um like she and, does, she absolutely like, deserved to know. She deserved to know, even if he has an ulterior motive. She deserved to know that he was talking weird shit about yeah, her. Yeah, and Andrew and just it's a similar thing that I feel. Andrew just didn't want Casey to tell Brittany because Brittany would get upset, and yeah. that would detract from like him being able to hang out with her that evening. Which is bad. Yeah, which is bad. It's, it's selfish like, and it's care bad. Care about her more as a person. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I didn't like that. And this situation with Xavier reminded me of that too. I was like, Brayden is being really gross about Charity. And I do think, even though Adrian has been pretty much exclusively annoying, that she did deserve to know that. And so if he continues to do that next week and Xavier continues to defend him, I won't like that. I know. It'll be a bummer. He has so many abs. (laughs) How can a person who's bad have that many abs? I haven't even tried to count them, just for the record. That's how many apps he yeah. has. Um, this is a really fucking long episode. Should we talk about our roses and thorns? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Jesus We're Christ. bad people. Okay. My my rose goes to paint-drying fans at the beginning of the episode. Humiliating. They're never <laughs> going to let me back in the construction business. I be- well, I believed you. <laughs> I believed you. I thought that was a specific kind of fan. And then you just told me that it's a regular fan. It's a regular fan. That you made sound important. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll give my thorn to... Um, I'm going to give... Oh, it's so... I'm giving my thorn to Brayden's ponytail. That's fair. That ponytail is public enemy number one. I hate I'm it. I'm giving my rose to Caleb B in lieu of him winning MVP because he really killed that dodgeball game. He yeah. did a really good job and he seemed really proud of himself. And then he got sad. And he hit that bystander really yeah. hard. Um, and I love him. So, rose to Caleb B. For how good he did in dodgeball. I love him. Um, He's so cute. Thorn to dangly dreamcatcher earrings that no, <laughs> that's inappropriate and not okay. He looks like the biggest dick bag at Coachella. Oh my god, he looks like a nightmare human being. Okay, uh, embarrassing turn of events. In an embarrassing turn of events, Josh went home and he was in my top four. <laughs> I don't even remember my top four enough to know how well I'm doing. I'll check after this. I rode so hard for Josh. You rode so hard for Josh. I would not shut up about Josh. Everything he said, he said barely like four things and everything. I was like, yeah, he's a winner. He's awesome. Of course, she's not going to send him home. Look at those eyelashes. Look at those dimples. Look at his positive attitude. (laughs) Week two, baby. That's what a positive attitude will get you. I know. I'm a never one way ticket home. Ever again. Um, <laughs> my embarrassing turn of events is that I was like, I'm only taking one piece of advice, or I'm only admiring Adrian for one thing, and it was that comeback. And then I said like two or three other nice things that I liked. You that did. He did. You, I, I noted that in my yeah. brain. I was like. That's another positive. Yeah, thing. I really kept being like, and you did this, and I thought that was really good. <laughs> and saying that a man did something really good is embarrassing in and of itself. So this one's just humiliating. Especially when that man has is proven such a to be fucking buzzkill. It's <laughs> such. I and like I used to be the no fun friend. Like I know what, and I'm calling Adrian a buzzkill. Really? Oh yeah, in high school I was the no fun friend. You can ask Ellie. I was going to say, a word I've never associated with you is unfun. Yeah. That's not a word in itself. I thought you were going to say no fun, and I was you. really ready to be like, <laughs> not a word. Um, two words. <laughs> I said another non-word. Yeah. Okay, we're signing off because this episode has been so fucking long, and also I oh need God, to pack so, so sorry, for everyone. our trip tomorrow. <gasps> oh, that's something I, too, need yes. to achieve. So let's hang up, not hang up. Let's turn okay. off our 
recordings and go do that. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.